Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Scientifically speaking, there are two types of people in this world. Those who've watched Breaking Bad and those who are sick to the back arse of hearing the sentence... Oh my god, you've never seen Breaking Bad, it's so good, I am the danger, <laughs> I know this because I have been both of them. If somehow you still haven't seen Vince Gilligan's 62 episode masterpiece about Walter White, a chemistry teacher whose terminal cancer diagnosis forces him into the meth making business, it's probably more important than anything else you're going to be doing this year, so close this video and go start it immediately. If you have seen it though, then once you're past the fact that in any other country in the world it would just be a story about how a man gets told he's got cancer, then immediately start having treatment for it, but for some reason America is incredibly weird, then you know it's a wild ride. So wild, in fact, that so many amazing details likely whiz right past your head, making only a faint whoosh sound as they go. So let's go and check them out, shall we? My name is Adam Cleary, and these are 20 things you somehow missed in Brazil. Breaking Bad. Number 20, Walt's Trousers. A very memorable moment in Breaking Bad's first episode is when Walt dons a green apron with nothing underneath it but a pair of white underpants. He then hangs his trousers up for safekeeping, but when the RV drives away, they drift off into the wind. If you look very closely, you will see that these trousers actually reappear in episode 14 of the final season. In a long panning shot of Walt wheeling a barrel of money through the desert, his discarded trousers are actually just sitting there right on the floor. Number 19, Walt takes on characteristics of his victims. An odd motif that recurs throughout the series sees Walt end up taking on various characteristics of his victims after he kills them. It first occurs with Crazy Eight, who demands that his sandwich's crusts be cut off, and Walt goes on to do the same thing later in the season. Then, after he kills Gus, he takes on a ritual where he puts a towel down before he vomits, something that Gus did when he was poisoned. Further evidence to support this motif comes with how Walt changes his style of drink. After he kills Mike, he starts taking ice in the stuff, a signature of his former associate. Number 18, the colours of the clothes. Colour is a very significant part of Breaking Bad, with Gilligan often using it as a way of symbolism. And you will notice the colour is especially important when discussing the character's clothes. At the beginning, Walt was dressed in a lot of white and beige, showing his mild-mannered and boring personality. And although he is still dressed in this colour throughout, it is a decidedly darker shade of the colour by the end of the show. Showing, and not to sound like Ben Kenobi here, his descent into the dark side. Number 17, Jane's death foreshadowing. Yeah, Jane's death is one of the most heartbreaking moments on the show, and in fact the act was foreshadowed and referenced a lot before it happened. 
Exhibit A, Jane catches Jesse making a breakfast in bed, and he says, you weren't meant to get up, to which she jokes, ever? Oof. Later in the episode, Walt lays his daughter Holly on her side in case she spits up, foreshadowing his eventual role in Jane's grisly demise. Later, following a death in a season 3 flashback sequence, Jane and Jesse go to a museum where Jane remarks how Jesse is so sweet that she threw up in her mouth a little bit. Ah, oh, that's awkward. Very awkward. Number 16, the season 2 episode titles. Now, if you look very closely at the titles for some of these second season's episodes, you will notice that they foreshadow the season finale. Now, as I'm sure you'll recall, there is a plane crash in which Jane's father, plagued with grief over a death, causes a mid-air collision and the death of 167 people. And throughout the season, some episodes begin with a flash-forward that details the aftermath of the crash. These are episodes 1, 4, 10, and 13, or to use their titles, 737, Down, Over, and ABQ. Now, if you're not there already, 737 obviously means Boeing 737, the type of plane. Down, Over is fairly self-explanatory, and ABQ is an abbreviation of Albuquerque. All together now, 737, Down Over Albuquerque. Very good, that one. Number 15, the pink teddy bear. A haunting image that recurs throughout season two is the surreal sight of a pink teddy bear with half of its face all blackened. There he is, just floating in Walt's pool. It's really, really unsettling. The teddy bear is eventually revealed to be linked to the plane crash being one of the victim's possessions. Now, while this is obviously foreshadowing all the deaths that are going to occur in the plane crash, it's also revisited in Season 5 when the young Drew Sharp is killed as a result of Walt's actions. Number 14, the pink teddy bear again! Ah yes, also, and this is the really clever part, the pink teddy bear is also significant as it gives us a look at Gus's death. You remember now when he's killed, his face is all blown off, then this is the Teddy, and this is Gus. Teddy, Gus, Gus, Teddy. Very clever, that one, and also very gross. Number 13, the hospital tiles. This is a simple one, this, but a great little nod all the same. The hospital is seen throughout the series, and if you look at the floor tiles, you will notice something very familiar. The tiles have two coloured squares placed diagonally. Well, so what, Adam? That's not an uncommon way to tile a hospital floor, but while that is correct, when you look at it next to the Breaking Bad logo itself, yes, you see, stylistic Easter eggs hiding in plain sight. Number 12, Gale's death. When Gale is killed, it changes the game for our lead characters, as Walt and especially Jesse are plagued with guilt over his death. Doesn't help, of course, that there are reminders of it absolutely everywhere. A shipping company that gets involved with Walt and Jesse's business is called Madrigale Electromotive GmbH, and you will see the word Gale written right in the middle of this. This popped up again when a guilty and depressed Jesse goes on a video game binge. If you look closely, you will see that Gale is written on the wall inside the video game. Number 11, Gus and Walt. Now, yes, that shot of Gus on the ground, mouth open, looking devastated after the death of his partner Max, is one of the most powerful shots in the whole series. But the shot is actually replicated when Walt's life falls apart in Ozymandias after Hank's death. It is then replicated for a third time while Jesse watches the love of his life, Andrea, being killed. The shot became a way for the show to illustrate how a character's life has been utterly destroyed and all they can do is just lie emotionless and scream in pain. Looks like me immediately after a run, to be honest, but moving on. Number 10, the death of Walter White. 
the end of the episode, Crawl Space is famous amongst fans for its intense ending in which an overwhelmed Walt has a hysterical laughing fit. Many fans have remarked that this moment causes the end of Walter White and therefore the birth of Heisenberg. But this image is then replicated in the very final moments of the series, where Walt has been shot and killed by the police. Therefore, both of these shots side by side symbolise the death of a part of his character. First of Walter White himself, and then later of Heisenberg. Number 9, Live Free or Die. In the first episode of the final season, the camera focuses on a license plate that reads Live Free or Die, which, as well as being the motto of New Hampshire, is also the name of the episode. It's very simplistic, this, but the motto actually foreshadows the eventual fates of our two lead characters. Live Free refers to Jesse, who is both going to be freed and live, while Die refers to Walt, who, well, dies. Number 8, The Bullet Hole. Now, as we've already discussed, the episode Ozymandias, and you'll notice I'm pronouncing it every possible way because I'm just never sure, is chock full of little references to episodes that have already been and episodes that are still to come. In one of these moments, we see Walt approaching his car, which has been pumped full of more holes than the last two seasons of Lost. In the reflection of the car, it looks like one of the bullet holes is in Walt himself as a result of how dented it is. Two episodes later, he gets one of his own. Number seven, two years. In the show's pilot episode, when Walt is told by the Doctor that he has terminal cancer, the Doctor estimates that he has roughly two years to live. This, in case you missed it, takes place right after his 50th birthday. When the series ends, though, and Walt goes on his final revenge rampage, you will notice that this happens just after his 52nd birthday. Therefore, it's been around two years, meaning the Quacks actually called it pretty much spot on. Number 6, Howard Dean's Yell. When creating Walt's brilliant This Is Not Meth moment near the end of the first season, the production had to create a big explosion. And if you're an American of a certain age, you might notice that the sound of people screaming in the background is vaguely familiar. In fact, part of that noise was sampled from the infamous Howard Dean Yell during the 2004 presidential campaign. No, I had absolutely no idea what that was either, but I googled it, and it's insane. He is insane. Number 5, Tuco's Grill. After killing Tuco, Hank gets given the villain's teeth grill as a gift from the rest of the DEA force. And when he shows the grill to Walt, it lines up perfectly with Walt's own teeth. Now, yes, this is up there with that Game of Thrones shot where Danny looks like she's got dragon wings because she's now really into doing the whole burning people alive thing, but as foreshadowing for Walt's transformation into a drug lord, it's still pretty smart. Number 4, Better Call Saul. Saul Goodman would go on to become one of Breaking Bad's central characters, even becoming the basis for his very own spin-off series, Better Call Saul. If you've not watched that either, then also do that. In the episode that he is introduced, Season 2, Episode 8, you will notice that he is referenced even before his first appearance. When Badger sits down on a bench, well, look at that. Wonderful. Number 3, Vince Gilligan on Money. Being the showrunner and head writer across the five seasons, you can't really begrudge Vince Gilligan for having a bit of fun. The particular fun he chose to have, though, was putting his own face on the show's money. Here is his face, and here is the money. I just... I don't know what it is here, I just really respect this energy. I... I would do that. I would... I... I would do that. I will do that. I'm doing it now. Number 2, Lambert. Throughout the series, Walt uses many aliases, including Heisenberg, obviously, which as the show briefly explains, is inspired by a deceased teacher-turned-physicist, Werner Heisenberg. However, one of his lesser-known aliases is Mr. Lambert, and in the fifth season, it is revealed that Lambert is actually the maiden name 
of Skylar, and is his latest attempt at trying to hide in plain sight, given that technically he is Mr. Lambert, in the same way that she is Mrs. Well, I'm not married, I don't know how it works. Number one, checkmate. Season 5, episode 14, or however you want to say this, is regarded as the climax to a lot of the storylines in the series. It is the time where Walt has been defeated by his enemies and his life has been destroyed. But a small detail that a lot of people miss in this episode is a close-up of a chessboard in which the White King is surrounded by black pawns, creating a virtually no-win scenario. This, though you don't realise it at the time, foreshadows the very end of the episode with Walt trapped and everything ultimately doomed. 